0: All Things Aussie Hoops and MBL Fantasy Three blokes catching up over a can of three So many things that we cannot wait to see do we like cheese and pinot? Now that Wetzel chose to go, or with a sieve and some Frenchmen, can the pretzel raise his dough? The defending champ signed Dell of the Dover. Mo Harvey's still the next star, but Willie Supernova. There are makers and hunters and cooks for the kings. But will it end up in championship rings? Harvey's floating around again. He'll be picking, rolling. With Big Juke Reef and the two blokes named Froling, we love Big Will that thrills and Kai Soto from the fields and Big Zim on the rim with Machado feeding him
1: with a bullet spear force with
0: Sope and Tyrell. When the law's headed west, only time will tell. So without further ado, we're back for MBL Twenty Two.
2: G'day, listeners. You're back with Benny Banksy and. Do you know who I am? No, I I can't say that I do.
0: I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal.
3: Really? People know me. I'm very happy
1: for you. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books. and
3: He is your... Round sixteen champion of NBL fantasy, Boydie. <laughs> well done, mate. Thanks, guys. Um, didn't
0: I? Don't I didn't expect this much uh, fanfare. Oh, we gotta uh, got hold
3: on to something now.
0: <laughs> that's it yeah it was nice it was nice i did i must say you know in our in our personal chats and even on our uh, discord i did put it earlier on in the round that i was sitting first overall and was pretty happy with it and then was hoping that it would uh would stick i guess so and and it turned out good so yeah i think
2: you must you have been you sweating were... mate on the um <laughs> yeah. on those adjustments i mean you, you, you just hung on by a lazy 84 <laughs> points between you and second. You must have been sweating there.
0: Well, I was sweating a little bit. And cause they made you don't know, sweat. You don't, you, don't know, um, you don't know with the weekly rankings, do you? No one's... It's, a, it's not like it's up.
3: up there, so... Yeah,
2: Whether the Pinder actually played as well as we saw.
3: Well, this is well, it. it. Two weeks ago, you are in the same position. You were um, ranked number one early on in the week. Mm-hmm. Didn't hold on there, but... Uh, this week, you win, and then they don't open fantasy for the entire day. They make you, literally, <laughs> Banksy mentioned sweating on it, and they really did make you sweat on it. We didn't know uh, if it was because of AFL fantasy had started up and they'd forgotten about us, or uh, if, in fact, they had to double-check how someone with Keanu Pinder on their team actually took out the weekly prize. But
0: how did it? he
2: do it? Oh, and look,
3: yeah. I guess that's
0: what I made a bit of a Afri-Pinder. ballsy call starting Pinder over law um and then obviously turned out well um and yeah brought brought mccall in was my other trade for the week Uh, and you had
2: the you had the exactor as well didn't you with the um your starting six versus the team of the week starting six
0: that's it so if you hit the hit the team of the week tab in the uh, fantasy login the starting six was exactly my starting six although they had mitch mccarran at point guard and Machado at uh Six man, but I had them reversed. But not that that really matters. But um, I did choose the wrong captain, if there's anything to go by. I, I went with McCall, who got, what, 92 or 91, whatever it was. Um, so I could have had, I think, three other guys that scored more than that. So um, in Reith, Cleveland, and Pinder. But I think the key thing with me taking it out this week is that those three guys, Cleveland, Pinder, and Reith, are all under 10% owned. With Pinder specifically, I think he was only 3% owned. For the um, at the during the round, but he's up to four percent now. So people are uh, jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> and um, well
2: done. Four, he's yeah, he's copped on. a it's, he's copped a bit of stick for that Pinder selection in the past as well. So kudos Boyd. And um, yeah, the, um, little, the little bit of a Xbox product Chapman, of, of being, No, and a little bit of a product, I guess, of, of big. Big Zim missing last round as well, so well That's
0: done. That probably, that probably made my decision easier. I'm not sure whether I would have rolled with it with, it, with Zim out, but I did look for that first game against Adelaide, and um, Pinder was starting with Zim out, so I thought, you know what, I'll risky biscuit and see how we go. He, obviously, the pr- round previous he did have a double, but he had a 12 and 11, so it was
3: quite a uh, it's
0: quite a risky
3: biscuit. And not to take any shine off you, yourself, Bordy, but Banksy, you know, he's been our man all season. Mm-hmm. Um, had a good week as well, seemingly, back up to fourth in the world, Banksy. How, how, how do you reckon you got there?
2: I saw that. I checked in partway through the round. I think I drifted out to 10th, maybe even 12th at one stage. But um, I think it was just a product of, of having a few of those can boys, Machado, McCall I brought in last week. I didn't have them like a lot of people um, and still had Deng and Quoll on my bench. So I had four of those guys, and they performed well in that second game. Um, And yeah, looking all right this week with pretty much most of my squad on a double pre trades as well.
3: Beautiful, and
0: I know well, I'm, only, I'm only about 360 points off Banksy. Actually, um, shot up from about
3: 92nd to 37th, I think overall. Oh, that's so a,
2: that's a big jump. Watch your back, Banksy.
3: Well, this is the question, and I guess we have got to put a little disclaimer out there for anyone who wants to follow Banksy's captain's advice, because obviously it's uh, all or nothing now. Banksy, will you be following your own captain's advice, or how, is, are you going to use that as a strategy to at least try and uh, catch up to the Hammond household?
2: Uh, look, it would be nice to stay top ten. I don't want to totally destroy my team, go to left field, but yeah, I mean, if I'm any chance of catching that that top team that's well ahead now has a very decent lead, then going to have to try something out of the bag and and go left field at some stage. So might be a good round to do it. There's a lot of teams on the double this week. So
3: yep, um, and for my fantasy. Team, I've basically just uh, cracked at the sads unnecessarily, like Scott Roth, and uh, I'm just gonna now instead move on to Boydie's injuries.
1: The injury report with Doctor Boyd. That's right, um, Doctor Boyd here. Um,
0: so I guess a big one at the moment is Michael Frazier.
3: Michael Frazier, that's right. What's the uh, uh, what was the injury for Michael Fraser? I noticed he was in a polo shirt. Yeah, slight, um, slight dud importitis at the moment, I think. Oh, well, uh, no. <laughs> oh, whack. Uh, not seen since Sloan, uh, the dud importitis. So, how do we tr- how do we treat some dud importitis, Dr. Boyd? What's your well, technical term? Obviously, there's a couple of different methods, but a, a roster spodectomy is probably the, um, the best way to go about it. <laughs> oh,
0: God.
2: <laughs> very nice. Uh,
3: very nice. Look, I'm just going to jump in here and cut in front of the body's injuries because we're going to go to the NBL Fantasy News right now. NBL Fantasy News. Okay, and with that roster spotectomy that seemingly uh, is going to be done to Michael Frazier, um, we've got John Brown the 3rd JB3, already training with Perth and uh, Banksy. Uh, we have already getting questions about it, so we had uh, Pete send in a question, mate.
2: He did, Pete Stone. Assuming John Brown is signed and plays with Perth this week, what impact do you think he will have on law or does he take time off Majuk slash Travers slash Hodgson? And how do you think John Brown will go?
3: Okay, now just I'm going to get something cleared up. Uh, he hasn't signed no. yet. So there's he has been training with the club. There appears to be issues he- um, from his club eunuchs kazan in russia mm-hmm. um not allowing to release him and of course it would be natural for a team named Unix to have him by the balls so um <laughs> you get that one yeah that was not you watch game not of bad. thrones you know what a eunuch is beautiful yes not bad yeah one three hundred doctors snipped for medieval times um <laughs> so um he bought we had a look at his numbers uh, so, assuming I think he will sign and he will play right. enough games to be eligible for finals. So. That's correct.
0: Although, although Scott Morris, what's he, What do we call him? Como. Como. Uh, did say today when he was asked about John Brown that the only John Brown he knows is the um, is the uh, local pub in his uh, hometown of Charlottetown uh, in Canada, and uh, they do a nice surf
3: and turf apparently. But um, is that right? yes um he he should be called skoma with the political answer there but mm. um looking at the numbers he's too small to be a center mm-hmm. he's not a stretch four despite shooting a few threes in his last game body mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um what stands out to you about his numbers, though, and what type of player we can expect uh, if he does eventually be signed with the Wildcats?
0: Look, he's averaged double-digit scoring pretty much for his his whole career, basically his whole professional career, and in Europe and back to his college career as well. And averages plus five rebounds, more plus six and seven mostly. Yeah. So, um, I think he's going to be a decent fantasy option, um, obviously in a smaller league where we don't have you know a huge amount of monsters. Um, he might slot in nicely to this side. I think he's a, he looks like he's a bit more maybe uh, aerobic than Majuk, Majuk, and Hodgson, and not quite as tall. And well, actually, he's about the same height as Majuk, Majuk, isn't he? Six eight. I think Majuk's about that size. Um, but has a bit more of an offensive threat to him. I think than Majuk, which I think is what they're
3: looking to go with. And what stood out for me was um, he actually for most of his seasons gets almost the same amount of offensive boards Mm -hmm. as he does defensive boards. And if that does not scream Wildcats player to me, to you, to anyone, that, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. So I think he'll be a great fit now. good
0: fantasy scorer as well for us.
3: Banksy, you only heard about John Brown three, about four minutes ago. So this is just Mm. perfect for you because in this week's episode of Perth Fans, You're a Little Bit Special, I've posted some photos that some fan slash stalker took of uh, John Brown walking the streets. Um, we all need to know, what is your baller rating, Banksy? Can this guy bowl?
2: Well, it's an interesting couple of photos there by a fan. He's, he's in his tighty-whities. He's got the... Uh Got the marshmallow ensemble with the the white singlet and the white shorts there, so I don't know what's going on, but um, yeah, confidence, first, yeah, that breeds confidence. A bit give a bit the bun swagger. bag as well. Oh my, Mate, give swagger. him a break.
0: Yeah. He's been uh, he's just come out of a Russian winter, True. <laughs> uh, where the maximum temperature in most of Russia is probably in single digits every day. So you know he's got his, I would I'd probably call that ensemble sort of your um your polo or your um you know your boat shoes uh, attire.
2: Yeah, nice. I've just done a quick search as well to look at a few images of uh, him strutting his stuff for Unix there as well. And, you know, he's got the the of dreads going on, so that works yeah, in his favour. Like what stands NFL, out, but... though, what stands out is, you know, he's, you know, it's a very blatant name, let's be honest, John Brown. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the total opposite of the Jonathan Brown we'd all know from the AFL and, you He's a total opposite. If you want to see the goggles he actually wears, or the glasses he, he specs he wears in game, is uh, probably the total opposite of the nerd look that Mason Cox is sporting in uh, the <laughs> yeah. AFL right a now. College
3: basketball player.
2: That's good. Yeah, if anything, bad. he's he's got that goggle swagger happening, a bit like um, a guy from your boys, the Indiana Pacers boy, mm-hmm. a bit like Jalen Smith. He's got those, uh, you know, good-looking in-game goggles going on. So yeah, very good. Yeah, mm. I'll pay that. Yeah.
3: All right. Moving on. Some more NBL news we had was that Dan Greeter signed an extension with, or a new contract, should I say, with the Illawarra Hawks. Now, I um, wanted to bring this up, firstly, to plug the rolling rosters on basketballblokes.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a great AM from great article from Liam Santamaria talking about the free agents. But as fantasy coaches, we want to know who's on the roster. So uh, I have gone through, and we have updated that for twenty NBL twenty three, and uh, Dan Greeter in there as well. So go check that out if you want to see the rosters as they stand for NBL tw- twenty three. But Banksy, yes, I'm all right there. Sorry, bang, bang, Benny, tried to cut you off there,
0: mate. Was was all your pre work correct before uh, Liam's article came out?
3: Correct. Yeah. So there's a lot of options and stuff like that on there. So there's always. Yeah. But I think Melbourne United are looking very strong again. So with uh, Mike, uh, the scout out here this week, hopefully they all get picked up and go play in the NBA next year as a Phoenix fan. i will be very happy with that. But <laughs> Banksy, as the master of the cheat sheet, four hundred and ten k starting price for Dan Greeter, if they go with the pricing rules from this season. Does that tickle your fancy potential for the cheat sheet there, do you think?
2: Yeah, you'd, you'd have to think so. Yeah. Um... As long as he's not a, it doesn't pull another Jack McVeigh on us. That that does look tasty, uh, a little yeah. bit above the bargain basement, but um, yeah, have certainly like what I've seen from Greeter and what we've seen from him so far. So hopefully he can get himself healthy, heading into next season.
3: And the last piece of NBL news is uh, hot off the press that Udi Bubba, uh, who looking at our he's game back. game logs again, back. Banksy is. Uh, an SG-only eligible player. Um, we've got Melbourne United with some uh, uh, trip, uh, doubles going up consecutively with uh, everyone's looking for a Bryce Cotton replacement, so who knows? But he averaged 20 fantasy points per game last season according to our game logs. Um, happy with the signing, Banks?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a good 20 more points per game than Chasson at the moment, isn't
3: it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Poor Banks even and chasing and Randall. Um, as devastated as you are about Randall, um, I was equally devastated about this news of uh, Baba being signed because he was going to be my selected player for everybody's favourite segment, I guess, the game logs this week, so um, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do now fellas, but um, mm. just kidding <music> That's right, once again, it is time for the part of the podcast where we get to witness the geriatric brains of two sleep-deprived fathers
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: as they try and get some left-field players when it's well past their bedtime. It's back. It's guest, the Game Logs fellas. So we have some rule changes this week. So I'm dropping the buzzers, right? Um, there's no <sighs> Phoenix United this week. Oh. So oh. have your fingers at the ready because it. Inst- if you want to have a go at answering the question, you send it via DM. Now, if this mm-hmm. takes too long, mate, we got post-production, the magic of post-production, so don't stress about it. So mm-hmm. um, whoever gets in first uh, on the messenger will win. This way, I guess, that the millions of listeners can play along at home for a bit longer as well, and if the player uh, that hasn't got it correct just keeps sucking along, we can really, really uh, turn the heat up on them as well. So all the things I want from this segment. So... Um, if you do attempt an answer and it is wrong, the next the, your opponent will get a cra- free crack at the next question after receiving the clue. So that's something I hadn't quite worked Ooh, out last week. Geez, so uh, changing rules as you go, got it, got it. Improving as I go. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. All right. Now, over carryover
0: champ, by the way? Uh,
3: oh, right last right week right we had Bordy with fourteen points to nil, having got Donald Sloan for four points and. Glenn Rice Jr. for 10 points straight off the bat. so I've got a very good
2: good prize for the winner of this over the duration of the rest of the season, Benny. Okay. I think the winner deserves to upload all the game logs for next (laughs) season.
3: I think that it certainly goes to the loser. (laughs) So uh, let's be honest, Banksy, it's going to be you. So um, all right, given that I was going to do New Day Bubba, I have stuck with an Asian basketball theme to my selections. There are two rounds, fellas. Uh, four, ten points. Here we go. I am a former NBL player, and I currently play in Japan. Hence the theme. Will you be making a guess No, nah. no. Nah. Yeah, moving on. I will. Okay.
0: <laughs>
2: Boyd. <laughs> Boy, just written it in the um in the in our group chat instead of sending it to you directly. So
0: isn't that what I'm meant to do?
3: <laughs> Body has got to correct for ten points. <laughs> well- <laughs> so for the rest of the players. <laughs> so maybe we should, uh, you know, put this into the direct me direct message me so I can put okay. uh, Banksy under the pump here. But All right, uh, right, direct message.
1: <laughs> But, I thought anyway, you, said you put it in the group
3: chat. I, I did. I didn't, okay. I didn't think of the consequences, though. Okay. It's just much of my life. Um, so, having played in Japan, he last played in NBL 20, where he averaged eight fantasy points. He's a four-time NBL champion. His nickname was the Vanilla Gorilla. I would have expected you to get it there, Banksy. Vanilla Gorilla.
2: Oh, the clues were very vague.
3: The clues were very vague. And finally, his first name sounds vaguely like peace. For those at home, if you guessed Reese Vague, you were correct. Ten points to Boydie. So Banksy, in order to take a tie, you have to get this with the first go directly. So, next player. I am also a former NBL player, who before coming to the NBL, I played in an Asian competition, Asian team, and that competition placed a height restriction on imports where one of them had to be sub-200 centimetres and the other had to be sub-186 centimetres. Do either of you know what league that would have been? Was this the Chinese League? CBA? No, it wasn't. Okay, so no guesses there. Banksy? (laughs) You're going to have to guess one just to... I
2: don't follow
3: those leagues mostly. <laughs> I have no idea. That's fine. Okay, Bordy's this week's winner. Let's keep going. So that league that I was talking about was, in fact, the Korean League. Oh, okay. So we were talking about a player from the Korean League and where they won the finals MVP in the Korean League before coming to the NBL. Either of you going to have a go? Is a current plan? first question was a former, former NBL
2: player Pays to listen
3: Any guesses? I'm putting one in Here you go Incorrect Banksy you get free crack So played in career league won the finals MVP and in his second season for his NBL club it was in NBL 20 and he averaged 28.39 fantasy points Oh it's not going to help you, is it?
2: That's very average.
3: You get a free yeah. crack at it. No. NBL twenty second season.
2: In the twenties. If it was someone with a decent fantasy score, it would be much more useful. Oh, this player in the twenties, though.
3: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Bordy answer here. You got an answer, Boyd? You know it already.
0: Can we say that out loud or am
3: typing it in? Type it again. You're just that confident now that you're just having to stab every time now? <laughs> no, nah, I'm trying to think of someone's name. Yeah, it is a difficult first name. No, go, go with the next clue. Much like in Korea, I won the grand final MVP with my MBL club MBL club in my first season, which would have been NBL nineteen. He was the NBL 19 Finals MVP. So it gives you the club. I'm looking at Messenger now. Can Banksy get some pride back?
2: I swear this segment's just to take the piss out of me.
3: body has it correct. Now, I, I, I'm curious to know if Banksy will get it after this question. I played for Perth. I was an import. And my last name is White.
2: <laughs> Terrico yay! He's got it. <laughs> I was, I was thinking Perf and I was thinking, and then, yeah, just couldn't get it. wasn't come, wasn't coming to my lips.
0: I actually don't remember him playing in um Korea.
2: Yeah, it's one go. of those
3: random things that yeah. from many a podcast run sheets that I put together that I knew that's where he'd mm. come from because I watched yeah, the highlight yeah. videos and whatnot. So
2: yeah. I I did not know that either.
3: Mm, There you go. Nice. Um, But very good with the Reese vague. Um, If you didn't know, he was the first person we ever interviewed. His father, in fact, was the first person that we ever (laughs) interviewed on the Basketball (laughs) Blokes podcast. Brucey, Brucey vague. So um, that's it for Guess the Game Logs this week. Nice. I hope you got them both, guys. Let's get back to the injuries, Bordy. Carry the champ once again.
0: All right, I and mean, I think we were speaking we were, we were speaking about someone who might be impacted by uh, this as well. Uh, and before we were, we started with the guess the game logs game, Kalibagara uh, he uh, out with COVID. That was Kalibagara. Uh, he's yes. out with COVID, but it was on the 18th, so I'm presuming it would be good to go the 25th or 26th, and they play Sunday the 27th, Melbourne United. So. It's not all hope is gone there. Um, obviously, as we've seen probably earlier in the season with players coming back from COVID, they might play less minutes. They might be a bit lethargic. They might not quite be up to their usual standard. But if Udo Bubba's here in, playing, ready to go, fit, etc., there might be a bit of an issue with um, some minutes anyway going around. There's only so many uh, wing minutes on that United team, you would think. Yeah. Um, Yes, yeah, an interesting one. Um, the other big one, obviously, was a was big news story to start off the round was Big Zim.
3: Thanks to Cairns for actually getting that out before the round started. That actually mm-hmm. saved me to some degree despite keeping Big Zim, but I'm hoping he's back this week, Dr. Boyd.
0: That's it. Well, he was out. He was practising in a video that Cairns put up, or someone put it up the other day um, on the Twitter. You would have seen maybe we retweeted it. Um, but as someone pointed out there, it did look a little bit, I don't know what the best word to use. What well, would Zimmerman look not like in physical peak fitness? Looks like a bit proppy, maybe. So, um, you know, that could have been. It could have just been his first sort of first day of training post injury. You know, we don't know. Um, but there is a possibility that he will play based on that. You would think. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I don't think they're not the first game, are they, this week? So we're not going to know. Um, they play Friday, and there's a couple of games on tomorrow night, which um, is good, except the games has all about 11.30 on, on, a, um, on a Thursday for us.
2: It's going to be tough for the people that stuck it out with him as well, mm-hmm. not knowing mm-hmm. heading into a, a second round with him as well.
0: Correct. Look, you, yeah. I mean, he was training, so I would think he would at least play the Sunday game based off that, you would think. That the Friday game is going to be questionable and he might be on rest- restricted minutes or whatever as well. So it's a bit of a um, tough one there. Um, the other one was Sydney, Sean Bruce out with a month with a uh, calf injury.
3: Mm. Trade him
0: out, trade him out.
3: So yeah, what's, just I mean, quickly, maybe... Dr. Boyd, I know you're a medical expert, but some fantasy takes there. Mm. Is Would there you... anything fantasy-wise that we oh. can get from that with those extra minutes Nothing for Bawali really. Is it is it Oh Bawali played is a Clark in the last
0: game. Yeah, I reckon Clark and Bawali kind of share those extra minutes maybe there. Um,
2: DJ
0: Three yeah. J. DJ Three j yeah, well he's he's getting his minutes anyway, isn't he? So um Yeah. Um the other chances of return you got Withers coming back with COVID. Does that impact Sunday Desh, who's been in pretty fine form? Um that anyone is a bit of a guess there. Cooks assess week to week, uh, and also Maganay doesn't sound too good to me. Um, they were saying saying he was doing a little bit extra day to day, but still unknown uh, unknown um, comeback.
2: Yeah, date. I think was, we're just going to stop talking about Magna, I think. Yeah, I think
3: yeah. so. The Cooks, Julian <laughs> Cooks, they got all the they got they finished the season with the good schedule. Yep. we If he plays, we need him in the team. So hopefully we get yep. another update from the Kings. Uh, and longer term, guys, based on the initial estimates, Hodgson round
0: 18, Barlow round 18, Tyrell Harrison round 18, Sobey round 19 and Rowdy round 20. Obviously, Sobey's the interesting one and Harrison with those guys. Brisbane starting off the run of three doubles in a row. Um, but you wouldn't want to be touching Sobi since he's not looking like coming back until round 19. And even then, if they're out of the playoff race, uh, will Brisbane even, you know, risk Sobe too much? Might be too much of a risk there. Beautiful. He is a free agent, though, based on Liam's article, isn't he? So um, he might want to play
3: for his uh, contract. Well, speaking of those Brisbane games coming up, mate, mm-hmm. let's move on to some Banksy analysis of the schedule.
1: Failing to plan is planning to fail. It's time for the Scheduliser.
2: All right, five weeks to go, guys. And um, with what? so many teams on a double, Thank you God. probably have most of your squad on the double this week. Uh, we know Cairns, they have the never-ending doubles for the rest of the season, but... Um, You'll probably likely have all the cans mm-hmm, one can take mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. one falls over. So you're likely not <laughs> going to be bringing anyone in there. But, um, bad, but Brisbane think... probably the most relevant this week um, because they head into three straight double game rounds coming off singles there. So likes of Franks, etc. will be definitely up there in the trade-ins. Um, some big fantasy names from Perth, New Zealand and the Phoenix, they've got the double this week, but... Um, I guess you really need to manage your squad for next week as all three of those teams followed up with a single um a lot of relevant players there with your law cotton wetzel Seaver, creek just um sydney obviously still a little bit irrelevant the next couple of weeks until they hit some doubles down the stretch they will be very relevant in those last couple of rounds and the hawks schedule um they're the ones that really back right off they've only got the one double over the next four rounds so might be time for Cleveland and Coda to pack their bags, much like uh, the Phoenix are trying to do in NBL 22.
3: Man, can I ask you, blokes, with Cotton, I'm just letting that last comment go.
2: <laughs> I was I wanting a reaction. but uh,
3: Yeah, no. I, it's yeah, not coming. Yeah, fact is, I like my Phoenix team more than I like, I like my fantasy team more than I like Phoenix at the moment, to be honest. So, um, and that's saying something. What are we doing to replace Cotton at shooting guard next week, like it's there's no one who 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 are you going to start? It's basically McCall is the only one you'd start at shooting guard over Cotton. I think I can't think of anyone else on the McCall double. McCall is exit. my shooting
2: guard at the moment.
3: Yeah. Okay. So if you don't have Cotton, well, problem solved. Um, but
2: I just you want might to not say, be able to get him across there if you've got McCall. Small forward, you might not be able to get him into shooting guard necessarily. Depends who else you've got.
3: Yeah. So look, you you just mentioned that Cleveland has to pack his bags. My plan was to trade trade Bryce next week after the double, bring McCall into shooting guard, and then I'll be shopping in the small forward because shooting guard is is the pits. To be honest, it's no good mm-hmm. at all. Be yep. Sunday deck maybe. That's that's the only one I can think of, but. Cleveland is potentially an option if you wanted to play at that small forward, if you wanted to keep him just for that one more week, um two or two more weeks to actually start someone at S G or S F if you're planning on getting rid of Cotton after his next game. That was one final thought. Have you got any suggestions on who you might what you guys are planning to do at S G and S F? I mean, Ooh. the, the Baba coming back from Melbourne United put, throws this
0: into chaos, but, the, I mean, they've got three doubles in a row um, starting, what, next Begata round? was the one, um, but so, still. So, you know, Gada could be an option. You could go... Well, he should, he should be
2: back, shouldn't he, Bagada?
0: Yeah, he'll be back, but they'll have Yudo Baba squeezing in there for some minutes uh, as well. I don't so, it, um, and that sort of rules out anything. Like, I was going to say, maybe you could throw, if you don't have the cash for Agata, you could throw a Risky Biscuit at CG43.
2: You know. Depends um, how guard starts the games. I mean, they're not gonna cut his minutes just for the sake of it.
3: Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Tough one. It's it's, it's a tough. Yeah. It's nothing ideal there. But yeah, if you're gonna flick McCall to S G, Cleveland might be the best SF available because my plans of having Lamar Patterson there after his nine oh last God. week, or whatever he had. It's, mm-hmm. He's been in my team three times this week and it's never ended well. But mm-hmm. uh, there is one of, there.
2: Yep. there is one there um, um, who's averaged quite well recently, and that's uh, someone who will be on the double, Jason Kadi.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's not a bad. Yes, he does is a dual position. Yes, and as long as Soby's out, he's been ripping it up really.
2: Yep. Yeah, he's been uh, racking up assists as well. So his fantasy game has probably been stronger than I've ever seen it. Don't think i have ever considered him before.
0: Averaging 38 with um in the last four games with um Sobe out, and as we mentioned in the injuries, Sobi's going to be out until probably at least round 19. So Kadeem might be that guy
3: you bring in. Yes, could be the fill. Yep. Thanks, gents. All right, let's
1: move on to the dream team. 11 Hall of Famers. I don't think you can ever do that again. At no point in time. If only it could all be the way you might have dreamed it up yourself. Welcome back to the Dream Team. We're going to look back over round 16, and uh, the boys did their job for us this week. We had seven, um, I'm going to say out of ten, because Zimmerman was our sixth man, and he uh, didn't get himself up for last week. Uh, we had McCarran, McCall, Cleveland, Creek, Wreath, uh, Joe Chee and Xavier Munford uh, were the ones in. So uh, I think we're going to do even better this week. I'm tipping uh, I'm tipping around eight or nine this week. So we're going to go into round 17. We've got some obvious picks this week. In the point guards, we've got Siva and Machado. Uh, in the shooting guards, we've got Cotton and Munford. In the small forwards, we've got McCall and Creek. Uh, power forwards, we've got Vic Law, who is playing unbelievable basketball uh, with Franks... Uh, on the bench there. And then the centres, we've got Yanni Wetzel and Joe T. And again, we've got in six man, we've got Zimmerman. Uh, Not sure if he's going to get up. He seemed to be looking better at training, so hopefully he's he's good to go. So there we go, the dream team for round 17. Uh, I hope you're looking pretty good this week. I know I'm looking a little bit better than I was last week. Uh, Good luck to you all.
2: This group may well be the greatest team ever assembled and
1: the history
3: of team sports. Okay, fellas, once again, Nick has smashed out of the park last week with eight of the ten playing players suggested making the Dream Team. Now, can you just, uh, just want to reiterate how many of the entire Dream Team Of the team of the week, did you have? You had the starting six. Was any on on the bench of the team of the week? In Uh, in, For me, uh, yeah. yeah, So the
0: whole starting six, and then I had two of the benchies, I think.
3: Yep. Yep. And that was enough to do it. That was enough to do it, yes. Yeah, so a really good indicator if you can smash out. Follow the dream team. It seems to be a good indicator, um, and being like Bordy, win the weekly prize, except for this week, Looking at those those teams, there's – I don't know how you guys are sitting, but I looked at the first ranked team overall. Pre-trades, they already have seven. <laughs> seven of the 11. So um, – Of this stream team. Of this week's stream team. Peace. And easy avenues to nine for this week. So um,
2: – How many you sitting with, Bordy? Six. Six? Six or seven. Yeah. Free trades.
3: And I'll be sevenish post, I think, is where I'm sort of seven. Seven ish. <laughs> yeah. I
0: I don't know who's in my Sorry, I was <laughs> I was going with six that's post trades as well, by the way. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. So it's T Ruglin.
2: And there is yeah. a question mark about Zim, obviously, still as well. So
3: Yep. Alright, good luck this week. There is going to be some monster scores, no doubt. Um, Can be tough adjudications on captain's choices as well, no doubt. Banksy for our Patreon supporters, they'll be getting that later on. But let's look at some more adjudications with the Fantasy Full Court.
1: Need an adjudication on who to trade in this week? How about a ruling on who to sit or start? Let's see who submitted their case for judgment in the Fantasy Full Court.
2: All right, first question in is from Wolski and maybe directed at you, Bordy. Do we hold on to Machado?
3: Now, this was after the first game of 22, I think, when he sent this one in. Walski.
0: Yeah, 22 in the first
2: okay. game. Well, first of all, I
0: think that would probably be a foul, I'd think. Possibly unsportsmanlike if you were going to hold on to Machado, I would say. <sighs> but, um, very good. But not I would, bad, not bad. I would probably very, da- say, very
2: dadlike.
0: I did say yes. At the time, because I think that's when I was a um, uh, bit of a head wobble going, because I was ranked first for the week, I think, with Machado still in there, even with his 22. So I said, um, yeah, you've got to keep him in there. And I think he saluted with a 61, was it, in the double, in the double game, a double-double? Double. Yes. Beautiful. So he's back. So We're he's keeping him startable. Oh, he's back. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely startable, isn't he? He's on doubles yeah. throughout the rest of the year. So you'd think he's – I would think so. I would think you'd be keeping him and starting him.
3: Beautiful. Next question. Uh,
0: I'll ask about, the next question. Uh, if you, Dylan G, if you were to choose one of Franks or Wetzel to bring in this week, who would it be? He's got Zim as the backup centre and another one very close to this one. You get in Yarni or Franks from Worthy. Other will most likely come in next week.
3: Mm. Uh, for Franks, for me. Well, for the second one, it's definitely Franks if you're going to look to both of them. Yep. You do Franks and then Yani If yep. it's an order thing, both would be ideal. Mm -hmm. But if for some reason you can only get one, um, I don't want to have to get the calculator out. But so you're getting. I'm playing. You're playing Franks. You're getting six games starting from Franks, none on the bench. If you're playing Wetzel, you're getting two games, a half game, and potentially six games on its own as captain. I think that is the only factor that you need to take into it is. Yep. You're getting potentially six yarnies in that following week. I think it is a genuine toss up, and for me, the determining factor is how important is that dual position going to be for you to do your other trades. So, yeah. Bit of team planning required, I think. Bit of scheduleising.
2: I just keep getting burned by the breakers, so I'm biased.
3: So is this, is this a Chase and Randall issue, is it for you?
2: I remember Yarni burnt me a few weeks ago I, tra- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I traded him in to try and get ahead of the game the following week And, um, he, was and he was out for two rounds And I traded him out and he was back the next game So <laughs> smashing out, you know, 40-minute game almost In his first game back I thought even if he's back, he'll be, um, he'll be eased in Or on a minute's limitation <laughs> But um, no, uh, straight into it That's hilarious, Banksy <laughs>
0: Um I'm going so with I'm Franks. Would, I'm going with Franks only because I think you get him in now, um, then you can you can afford the luxury next week if you can of sitting if you want to bring Yanni in next week and have him sit on your bench as a single depending on who else you got. Like um, is there a question there you got Zim? So you'd think Zim would be back and fit by next week. So you'd, you could probably always start Zim next week and have um Yani on your bench if you can work it that way on the single but then you you want Yani in your side for that triple don't you although
3: Frank well, is on the, the double thing. that
0: week as well yeah. so you're only really missing out on um you know an extra an extra one game but you've made that up the week before so look you're not going to
2: you're not going to lose any points not having Yani this week I think because no. there's that many big dogs on the double so you're not going to lose out. Yeah. You yeah. don't you don't need him next week on the single. Yeah. And even if you don't bring him in this week, you've got four trades before you need to bring him in on his triple. So
3: And given on that shook by Rowdy into McCall into Zimmerman injuries, if you get Franks, you really don't have to worry about it for the next three weeks. Correct. If something happens, you can move him. we'll have more knowledge on whether Cooks is going to be back yeah because that if Cooks is out, then Yanni is more of a must add that week. Mm-hmm. but I mean, Yanni with three games or some of those other big guns with two, it's not gonna be the most straightforward. Like if you're looking yep. at six man, is Seaver versus Wetzel a genuine consideration for captaincy, um like on the at a cheaper price. So well, it's um definitely Franks for me. three francs. yeah, Franks. Franks. Yep. Oh, this one's for you, Banksy. <laughs> what do we do with Chason Randall? What would you <laughs> like to do with Chason Chason I think Randall? Banksy had, a, had his own little question here about that. Oh, yeah. So, we, you want to add what, that one? What? What the? Mm-hmm, do
0: yeah. I get? How? No, it's how the? Mm-hmm. Do I get Randall out of my team when he is worth a can of sardines and a half-chewed pasty or pasty, as he was referred was
3: referred to here by one? Yep. Benny. Nasty pasty. I can't, gonna I do can't with...
2: answer the question if I've asked the question. But,
3: um. <laughs> so what do we do with Randall? I know. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna tell you already last week to get him out. I know you need help, but what what are your summer what are some of your options like? I can't believe you didn't give it him last week, to be honest. <sighs>
2: what do you think It's my last two scores, negative one and a zero. Like <laughs> the guy the guy fouls out in four minutes or he's on gets the, he's on benched the completely. So I don't even know why the breakers signed him, to be honest. Like completely being misplayed and i don't know why he's there doesn't make sense to me anyway it was a it was a poor signing by me and um now i'm stuck with him going down another 100k he's into 624k and he'll go down again so i guess the only good thing for my team is i banked some cash last week i've almost got 700k up my sleeve in the kitty before my two trades okay Get rid of um,
0: Get rid of Randall then,
2: mate. yeah be, that's my number one Target this week. He's getting rid of Randall, even though he's on the double, but um, double for him could be a, a doubling a minus. So he's got to go. <laughs> What's but the I, do ha- I do have allegedly? McCall. Uh, I do have McCall in my shooting guard position this week. So it's Randall on the bench. Um, I do not have cotton. So I'll have a little play around. Maybe I can trade in cotton. But if I've got McCall playing on the double in my shooting guard position anyway, I probably don't necessarily need cotton. It might be a bit of a waste trading yep. up to cotton, but then he doesn't have the double next week. So Mm, it's, it's As you say, it's pretty shallow, isn't it? There's not a lot to play with there. I mean, as I said, maybe Kadi could, could be an option for people that don't have the kitty there. You're bringing in a guy that is actually scoring and taking advantage of Sobi being out, and he's got the three back-to-back doubles as well. So I think if you're struck for cash... Especially on a bench. Yep, definitely an option that you can lock in for the next three weeks. Just quite a position
0: as well, so you can move him around a little bit with that even on the bench if you needed to. Yeah, getting plenty of games for the next yep. three weeks. So I reckon he's
3: uh he's a pretty smart decision there, I reckon. We're talking some cheapies later on, are we, Boyd? know it's in the runner. So I'm like, if we're looking at cheaper options for Randall, maybe we just move on and then yep. something well, might come up. He's not a cheapie, I wouldn't have thought. So. But yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah, cool. Moving on. Watto is holding JLA now costing not only money but points. Watto's wisdom. Does he even... Ranking the top five big men right now. Um, Not over the last three. You've got uh, Cooks. Well, right. Anyone played. can go read Reef, the numbers, can't cheese, they? Jim. Yeah. Um, Huckporty. Well, this is the thing, Huckporty's Huck Huck yeah. points per minute are electric, and, but
2: JLA is
3: still the number one man.
2: But they're just they're
3: blowing teams out. Important thing, there's a scout here to come watch him as well. This is, this
0: I reckon thing. he's going to ball out for the next. Well, you know, after this round, they've got three doubles in a row. Oh, I would, it'd be a very brave person not to have JLA in your team for those doubles. I would have thought.
3: Yeah, look, I'm planning on bringing him in next week. That's the um the my main target for um for getting him in for that the run of the triples. So, um, I, I think he is the best fantasy player in the game when he gets the minutes now they've just been doing some absolute decimation and huck porty has been playing really well so
2: it's a product of blowouts and huck porty playing well isn't it i mean he's he's demanded minutes he has to be given minutes with with how well he's playing and probably a little bit harsh on jla i mean the last two games he scored a 59 with 12 points and 15 rebounds and although he only scored a 41 last game, he missed a double-double by one board, so that could have easily been in the 50s as well. So yeah. Even his poor games are, are still quite good fantasy scores, aren't they?
3: Highest ceiling player in the whole comp by far. Yep. Um, yeah, look, if you can trade around him, Watto, that's what I'd be doing. Um, and for those that don't have him, I'd be trying to work out a way to get him for, look, hopefully 1.66 million next week. That'd be great. <laughs> Bordy, thoughts. Definitely,
0: you need him in for those run of doubles, so you, you'd want him in. I'd be planning to have him in. If you've already got him in, why would you trade him out? No, keep him there for now.
2: Three straight
0: back-to-back doubles. Next question, Jacob. I need some cash in the bank for next week, for this week and next. Do I downgrade cheaper option center from to Big Nate Soto and Majuk? What do I, I currently got? DJ and Reith, but keeping Reith over DJ. Do a downground Travers to a 75, 750K or under in it. So a drummick while Noy McDaniels, Ding Dang, Kenyon, or an SGPF can trade via Jewels. One of these guys will probably stay the rest of the season.
3: Unless the old I've missed, bench
0: a, I missed a cheapie. And the old then old got, hang on, we've got a few other cheapies here, Cheapy questions, so we'll keep going. Okay. Cheap bench option for any position that's not centre. Have 350K and want to get rid of Kenny, Randall, or Naitai.
3: That's about it, I reckon. That's for it. now, we'll, we'll put the other three maybe together. Cool. So, um, let's look at Yuck. those names. Who's your favourite name of those bench stashes from Jacob's question?
2: Well, Big Nate, if Zim's back,
3: Bum bum. bum yep, with,
2: yep, that's yep. no good. Uh, Majuk. I mean, there's obviously now the unknown if
3: JB Perth
2: do make that signing. well, I'll
3: hold you that's to come back?
2: Questionable. Yep. Um so wouldn't be going there. And Soto, I mean He's the one. Has the ship sailed or
3: No, Soto's no, had that so. he's had the two games that have been in between the thirties that have just kept his price down. We had like a one and a nothing or something like that. Um
2: Herbs and Spices, keeping it down.
0: So
3: yeah. I still think he's the best big man stash
0: for sure. Six hundred and twelve K. I think they'll play him a fair bit as well because they're out of contention now. I would think that he gets some bulk minutes Great point. Uh, Because, you know, even CJ was talking about, you know, before the year that he'll get decent minutes, blah, 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 blah. It probably didn't happen at the start when Humph Humph was there and Bear was playing like a bear we've never seen before.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, And you can just keep him there, can't you? I mean, for... Doubles in the last four weeks. So That's it. Very good so point. He'd, body.
0: he'd probably be number one the number two there If you're just looking for a bit of a trade down for a little while, I'd probably go with Dremick He had a 43 in his last game with Soby out. Yes He hasn't had uh, the two games before that that he played he didn't have very good scores, but he also was ramping up his minutes um, Because he obviously missed that game against United um, so then he had a twelve, seventeen minutes, twenty minutes, and then he had thirty-five minutes in their last game. He was the highest minute played player in their last game, and had forty-three fantasy points. So I think
3: he, he could be a little sneaky option there. And can, and they've the run a double. Kenyon over McDaniel's. Um, yeah, I'd say is probably the case if you want to go that way. Do you know what horribly disgusting thing I'm doing this week?
2: Oh God, oh, Jesus!
3: I, I'm talking about fantasy yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm getting nostalgic, right? I'm going back to someone that we had in our cheat sheet uh, last year. Um, a man who's playing extra minutes instead of Ryan Brokoff for the next probably rest of the season, if we're Sarangi. Staying, oh, yeah. Dear. Yeah. Oh, Grooving for Ruben, mate. Right. So that's where I'm going. So I had Usman Yang, who uh, was good, has been good up until the point that. I mean, we've got a scout coming in watching him uh, this week, but, I mean, uh, Thomas Abercrombie played a bunch of minutes last game uh, and Dieng's scored a single digits, I believe. Um, I think at I think it's half Dieng price now. Um, I'm going down to Ruben and hoping that uh, he can get as many points as any of those guys. Now, just uh, the weekly checkup on Isaac White, Boydie. Um, I think it was another good one from a single, from, wasn't it? It wasn't too bad. <sighs> what do you have? He had
0: a 17. He had a he had a one and a
3: 17, so it wasn't. I saw the 17. Okay, yeah. so look, I think at no almost good. basement, I think Ruben is where I'm going this week down there. But of those options, I've already got Soto, so yeah, Kai would be the man. Isn't it no. interesting to see some of these? Oh no, I'm just.
0: Cancelled something. Um, isn't it interesting to see some of these names popping up, though? Everyone's looking for a little bit of extra cash here and there to try and get these real premiums in when you've got a yep. bunch of players you want, you know, come maybe round, uh what are we looking at? The Sydney's triples round it's 19. adam You've Scott got JLA Wall. round 18, you want to get in, you know, you've got, yep. you need bulk cash. So now you're thinking, you know, if you're doing a little trade like I've got this week, I need to get a, a, a shooting guard bench, right? That's where you've got these little questions. Do you, do you put say a KD in there, or do you go with just some bulk, cheapy that's gone you know half okay, just to free up <laughs> some you know bulk cash,
3: on um, your court yeah when you know you it's court. that
0: um mm. it's that old chestnut you got to uh, you got to start playing around a little bit more, taking a bit of a punt on players. But then, yep. you know, injuries could mean you might have to start that person and, oh, just, oh it could just break loose. Yeah. Any other cheapies, um, Banksy, that we haven't mentioned?
2: I don't think so. I think if you're going to go down that low, try and play at least the schedule. I mean, you've got Adelaide guys, Cam guys with pretty much doubles all the way through. So yep. you if you're going to do that, yeah, yep. at least try and have someone in there that's at least going to play your doubles and you know those bench spots they do still count for points obviously so
0: yep the only other one there maybe to keep an eye on was Bowali but i'm not sure what his um averages and what his minutes are i haven't seen them um,
3: it was it was clarky that got it yeah, clark yeah was i was really really, yep. really yeah. excited about bowali but he was coming back off an injury maybe yep. one to keep an eye on for sure is 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 clark an option is he not for Marco? But yeah, maybe um, if you can sit him on the bench till the triples. Yep. Um, not he's just a shooter though. I don't think he does too much else fantasy wise. Yep. Um, so Only certainly someone 19, that's going to be
0: so he's a little bit. You, he's still he's still bleeding cash every week. So you, even if you want to keep him for all those run of doubles, you're kind of bleeding cash until then. By the looks of it.
2: Well, another two drops though. There's two yep. more rounds of singles. He's going to drop another. You know, he dropped 40k last week. There's another mm-hmm. couple of drops in there. Maybe in a couple of weeks, we might be looking at him as a bench, at a bench, spot yep. with that lead, uh, or the run home of the doubles with yep. um, for the kids.
0: Just to park him there and be done with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not bad. All right, um, next couple of questions. Who's the best point of difference player in each position under 10% ownership? Oh, geez, what I... Um, this question came in late And he has got in brackets there Sorry a bit late And understand this needs a bit of
3: work We'll uh, save this for the Patreon supporters We'll put that on Ooh, the Discord okay. chat And yep, we'll okay. just message that there I reckon Sounds good Special treat. Um Any other NZ options that you'd
0: like Outside of Siva and the Yarny Pretzel Apart from Randall Banksy uh, Obviously Plug in Maddy's chuck, chucked in there Plug in Maddie. The answer is no I don't want Delaney
2: Um no. No, no? They're, the, they're the two.
0: Yeah, Delaney's the only one I, I did have, I must admit, I did have a look at.
3: In Beamer, the, just sharing minutes. Yeah. Dieng, I'm off Dieng now that Abercrombie's back. Um, and Del,
0: Delaney's averaging 34 over his last three. Yeah, he had a good game. Nah. Yeah. Is it only he got, good game, was it?
2: He's a power forward. You're going to have guys on the double that are averaging 50 a game. So, nah. He, just because he's got a triple...
0: Could be a nice little bench downgrade, though. But yeah, he had that one score of fifty-three. Apart from that, he's had twenties again. So you're right. Um, what are your thoughts on guys? Another one from Plug In Maddie. Plug and Maddie. What are your thoughts on guys like Ding Ding Kadi and even Isaiah Moss? Moss is are no. Ding Dings are no. Kadi's a maybe based on this, isn't it? Yep. With, We've with kind with of discussed OBS. it a bit. Yep. yeah oh, Like okay. it. Cool Magool. Another one
3: from Plug In Maddie. Top ten coach. Sober. That's what you get.
0: Uh, so this, this was sorry I didn't it wasn't it wasn't a question this one but I thought it was a good point that he made with Soto and Harris reckons they're going to make um, going to start eating into some minutes uh, on the front court for Adelaide so DJ is a little bit risky um, basically he's, and, and with DJ dropping in form as well but I thought the yep. reason why I put this in here is a good point from Plug and Maddie because there's a lot of teams this is this is an unusual season. Um, where there's teams that are out of contention for finals already. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd say probably at least four uh, teams are out. Yeah. Um, and then the next two, Tassie and Phoenix, would need to have almost like a run home where they win every game to make it. Um, so you could see some interesting you know lineups. You could see see some guys that have been you know, sort of sitting down at the end of the benches spark up and play 10, you know, 10 20 minutes here. So, was, um, mining for gold could be a bit of an option, um, as I, we touched on sort of briefly there. Names that we haven't mentioned ever before in fantasy world are now sort of starting to get brought up. Um, even uh, Tarangi was brought up unbelievably by uh, Benny Jeez. in this uh, chat uh, as well. So. Um, you know, this is this is where, uh, you know, a, a fantasy coach could pick up a, a little bit of a bargain. But I thought that was a good point to put in there.
2: Can we go back to Matty's question? I've just thought about it while you've gone through that, with his question about are there any other New Zealand options outside mm-hmm. of Sebra and Wetzel? Yep. And this partly comes down to thinking of the triple, but also thinking of, as we've just stated, how shallow the shooting mm-hmm. guard position is. But to yes. be fair, Hugo Besson has Besson. been balling out. Mm-hmm. Um, five of his last six games have resulted in fantasy scores of 31-plus in five yep. of his last six. So, Oh,
3: hello. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm, something to consider with that triple around the corner.
0: You know, Where do you um, go? I think the thing about Hugo as well. And as Perth, his, um, Perth
2: yep. had the single that week, remember, as well, so we don't yep. have the Cotton bailout option. He'll yep. be playing three games versus Cotton's one.
0: Yeah, that's it. He's basically been averaging 30 minutes-plus in these last five games. I know he missed a run of two games there at one stage for, I can't remember what it was again now. But anyway, he missed a couple of games um, and he's back on to sort of average in that 25 and then 33 minutes again. So I actually think he is an option as well. Uh, Banks, he did skip my mind because I actually had the wrong position selected on my, on my screen here. I didn't see him. He's um, a fun player as well. Nice player to have in your fantasy to team. watch. And another one that could spark up, could get like you know, along with Usman Deng, those guys, those two, you know, might get bulk minutes now if um, uh, the Honcho, what's his name, Matt, Vincent,
3: no, huh? no,
0: at NZ. Anyway, God, it's Matt guy that's always the hat. Like... Yep, Matt Banks, um, doppelganger.
3: Um, the honcho from New Zealand. If you don't, are you saying he, that he has say over who plays instead of the coaches? Well, don't they get a nice little <laughs> kickback if um if if
0: players get drafted and well, this have to is get a, that little payout thing, yeah, you the know, compensation um,
3: maybe. That's it. Know.
0: They get the compensation. So, um, I would think it might be in their best interests, since they're currently sitting on five wins at the bottom of the ladder, to play Hugo Besson and Uzamundlung as much as they can, um, to. Uh, yeah, to drive up their value, I guess, their draft spot.
3: Beautiful. Very good. It's got some start sits for you blokes to answer uh, from Bucks. Uh, start shit. Start sit. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I read this one out. Machado versus Munford and Machado versus Majet. Put them all together and what do you get? Machado, Munford, Majet In what order,
2: fellas? Machado, Go. Munford, Majet in that order.
3: Um, Machado Mumford Majet.
0: I reckon, yeah, Machado Mumford Majet
3: for me at the moment. Get what you get and you don't get upset. Beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. I
0: think that wraps us up for this week. Um, lots of interesting discussion there, gents. Appreciate it. Unfortunately, we're over Skype again, but hopefully we're in the room together next week before I jet – off in my car up north uh, so yeah as always we are on twitter at people underscore blokes we are on facebook basketball blokes and the number one source of information for mbl fantasy you got your rolling rosters now in there from benny's good work you got the game logs that banksy spends about six months putting in uh, so check that out that's at www.basketballblokes.com until next week sayonara utu sukutishi hit